Hey, LME fans out there in Radioland. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of In the Spotlight. Feel free to message us on Instagram at Local Music Experience. During the show, with anything you want to ask the bands. Without further ado, here's your host, Ray all right, everybody, we are back on the show. My name is Ray C, and we're going to be doing that in the spotlight right now. Today, we do have Celebrity a Stalker on the line right now. Really happy to have you guys on, man. We've been trying to connect with each other for a little bit of a while now. Go ahead and introduce you guys uh, really quick. This is Celebrity Stalker. Please, please tell everybody who you are. Uh, my name is Larry Prosser. I play lead guitar. Okay, is that, that it? Is there anybody else there? <laughs> and, and this is Tyler Moffat, so I'm... Uh, drums and uh, a little bit of vocals okay. yeah and then we were rounded out with uh, jason young on uh bass and lead vocals he's not able to join us today we're really disappointed ah. but you know what <laughs> carry on hell yeah man the show must go on man so really appreciate you guys calling in today like i said we've been trying to connect with each other for a little while man so uh, uh first and foremost how did you guys meet and, and uh what actually you guys got you into the type of music you guys play how long is your chef? <laughs> <laughs> we can extend it for you, brother. Yeah, the quick story is uh, Jason and I met in high school. We've been in a few bands together. Uh, definitely been writing songs together forever. And then uh, we needed a drummer um, years ago, and we put out an ad. And this guy named Charlie showed up at the door, and the rest is history. <laughs> okay, and we were doing a little bit of Throwback Thursday here. It sounds like you guys have been together for a little while. What kind of ad did you guys throw it out? Where, where, where did you put it on? Back in the days when they had uh, uh, paper ads. <laughs> so I, I guess it was a, a Pennywise or a Pennywise or something to that effect. Probably the um, County Recycler. <laughs> the penny, the penny saver, or something like that, man. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, I just uh, finished a project and, and was was ready to start playing drums more seriously, and uh, so through a bunch of ads and um, got teamed up with these guys. Liked what I heard uh, from the demo tape. Uh, some of the kids out there might not know what that is either, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could Google it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is only 20 years ago. It's not uh, it's not an attorney. Yeah, you know, that was my next question. You guys have been together how long? Uh, I'm a celebrity stalker about 14 years, I think. Wow. But uh, there was another little project before that um, where we were actually a four-piece. Jad Pony. We were a band called Jad Pony for years. <laughs> and, uh, we ended up getting rid of our singer at that time and became a three-piece. And then also in the timeline when you talk about 14 years... The reality is we probably went dormant for 10 of those 14 years <laughs> so we're back with a vengeance we got the new album um you know I, I you know people say music's for the young but hey if you got the songs you got the songs and you just played american dreams i hope the people like what they heard but we got a lot more to give yeah you know as i play these songs man to tell you the truth uh that we have on our app um 
people they can message in while songs are playing and they kind of let us know and I, I will tell you we got a really really great feedback from just playing that one song man so you guys are going to be getting a lot of fans from this which is really really cool man this is what we're all about uh, but more into soul in your bands like um, you guys have been together for about 14 years dormant for about 10 uh, who does the majority of all of the writing and what kind of message are you sending across for everybody well in Typically, okay, so I, I pretty much, and this is Larry, I pretty much write 90% of the music, and sometimes I come with themes, sometimes I don't. Typically, the um, vocals are usually Jason's baby, and uh, that's where our songwriting team comes in. It's kind of like an Elton John type thing. I write the music, he writes the words, and then we come up with, a, you know, some cool song. I get to write all the drum parts, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, on this album, though, it was a little different. We we got a little closer to a 60-40 uh, split. I actually carried my weight a little bit more, and I brought a lot more vocals. Like, for instance, American Dreams is a song that that was my baby and something that I really wanted the band to embrace, and they did. And, and it was awesome because, you know, when you have a lead singer, and, you're, and they usually do all that work, and you bring them a song, you don't always know how that'll be received, but we're a tight-knit band, and right. we're a group of guys, and Jason took that, and, he, and it was awesome because he took what I created and, and, and changed it even that much better and made it Celebrity Stalker, because it was just Larry's song. Right, and and just to go back to that song, American Dream, it kind of opens up with, uh, I guess, an acoustic kind of style, uh, you know, finger picking kind of bit, and then it just runs right into to the to the punk sound. Uh, is that how you introduce the song to the band with, with just an acoustic style kind of uh, you know feel to it? Yeah, uh, usually when I come to the band with a song. They may, they may make me change a bunch, but I usually show up at the door with, hey guys, guess what? I got I got it from beginning to end. This is it. And then when they go, hey, but what about here, here, and here? Yeah, okay, it changes. But yeah, no, I showed up that way. I showed up with the acoustic. If you listen to us, we have a lot of that kind of transition where we like to be real mellow and then real hard. And we don't do it in a in a you know in in a metal way where we've got the break. I like to do it where it really is more clean guitar to hard guitar and back and forth and right. maybe throw you off on where we're coming from. And to add to that acoustic guitar part, the reason why it sounds the way it does is because I had a close friend that um, died of cancer and that was their guitar and I wanted it on the record. Oh, wow, man. So, <laughs> that's freaking deep, brother. I, wow. So that's a, yeah, the, the yeah. original guitar of, of your buddy uh, that's opening in that song in your album. Oh yeah, that was something that in the will, the guitar went to me because they knew that I would take care of it and use it, and I had to use it. What, kind of, what kind of guitar is it? It is an Alvarez. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. It's a nice. If only he knew what you were using it for that. <laughs> <laughs> of course you guys would be like that. <laughs> really yeah, appreciate wow. it, name of the album, how many songs are on it, where can people find it? So there's eight songs. It's uh, Thrill Seekers, which is uh, actually one of the songs uh, on the album. We even have a song on there called Celebrity Stalker. So it's a it's a band name title track, uh, which is novel for as well. And uh, you can find it everywhere. So Amazon, uh, Apple Music, CD Baby. You can actually 
ask Alexa to play. Actually, don't ask her anything. You tell her to play Celebrity Stalker, and she will uh, she will provide for you as long as you have a Prime account. <laughs> Freaking awesome. You know, you're the first ones I've ever had uh, to call in and say that, hey, we can play on uh, on Alexa. That's pretty freaking awesome, man. Uh, <laughs> well, one of my favorite tricks so far is, uh, hey, Siri, what am I listening to? And she pulls up the artwork and tells you the song and everything. <laughs> listening to Celebrity Stalker, asshole. That's freaking cool, dude. <laughs> He's like, he goes, she goes, Charlie Moffat, you are in the band. Do not ask me. <laughs> and that's what this nonsense. Yeah, and I have... I have a British theory of that, so it's a, it's a dignified, snarky sort of ten, uh, tone of her. Uh, okay, so you, you, you kind of touched on this question here, and I like to ask uh, bands these questions, like the creative process. What's that like with you guys? Uh, is there a lot of pushback uh, with you guys? You guys just kind of run with somebody has an idea. Have you guys ever like maybe pushed one away? It's like ah, that's not what we're really about. You know, can we change it up this way? What's that kind of like the creative process? Yeah, I'll take the lead on that. Well, so I mean, assuming you know, Larry comes to us with something. Uh, there's always at least two if not three or 17 different parts and there's oftentimes a lot of arrangement on you know how we're going to do anything do it to, to formulate the three to four minute song that we want right sometimes it's painful uh, and those songs might get shelved uh, there's a song on the on the album that uh, i think we've worked on on and off for a few years and then there's other songs on there that you know Larry pretty much came and and what he presented 95% of that is is how it turned out and it was it was just a matter of adding vocals and getting out the way we wanted uh, and then there's everything in between I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of pushback in, unless there's some instance where um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not even a matter of, of preference on how maybe a bass part should be played or a vocal should be done, but oftentimes capability. So what goes on in, in Larry's head, let's say, if he's the mastermind, uh, <laughs> might surpass anybody's skill level on notes that they could hit or how fast you can do a drum beat or something. <laughs> so. And you guys have been together for a while, so it's not like you guys have just gotten together and don't know what each other's styles are and what you guys are looking no. for. So it's kind of... You guys probably mess together really, really quickly and open, and you know, so it's real easy. You guys play a lot of shows down here too, as well. I mean, I follow you guys on all your social media outlets, and you guys are just all over the place. Uh, can you name some of the bands that you guys have actually played with, and who you'd like to play with? Um. So, I, well, you played one band a, a little bit before we came on, 390. So we like 390 a lot, and uh, <laughs> got some shows coming up with them. Um, those are some cool guys that got working class promotions and we're, we're trying to do some shows with them so we got february 8th we're playing with them at boomers and then again we're playing with them at our cd release party at surf dogs in huntington beach on march 27th with 390 but also on that bill is probably my favorite orange county band and that's american made oh um, whining pussies are another band we like to play with um, those are those are three for me. I mean, carpet. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Chuck, I mean, add to this list. I mean, it's a long list. <laughs> uh, here's and, and we just came off uh, a little mini tour. I don't know if you're allowed to call it a tour if you don't leave the state. But uh, <laughs> we just played four shows with this band from Sacramento called Out of Lemon. 
I, I think the oldest kid in that band is 24. But, oh, wow. Uh, they were they were a lot of fun to hang out with for the weekend. I, I think we made some friends there. They, they put on a, on a great show. Yeah, they kept up with you guys at 24 years old, man. <laughs> Yeah, and they were and they were a really they were a really cool pop punk band. Um, someone that maybe yeah you should look into getting on the show at some point. I'll give them your info, but you might like them. They definitely bring it, and they're young and they're and they're fired up and ready to get out there and share their music with the world. They have a really tight set. We were with them four nights in a row. Right. They bring a package that yeah after four nights it becomes predictable but <laughs> what's lovely about it is that they they have their show set and when they That's when they take the stage they come off very consistent great group of kids at a lemon we'll end that commercial on at a lemon at this point <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> No, that that's fine and, and it looks like you guys are actually hooked up with uh, die lapping records is that correct yes uh, die lapping records have been really good to us um, they helped us actually book at a lemon on our mini tour they, they helped um jillian elizabeth in particular yeah the go 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 girls really cool I, I, i've spoken with her a couple times we, you know we it was one of those things you know like i said the band was a little bit dormant right so now we're getting back into things I, you know about two years ago i made a commitment that we were going to start playing shows and that's when we started doing a lot of doll hut stuff working with cat Monroe, you know playing shows with the wine pussies and we just started eat, ramping it up slowly and then at the end of, or at the beginning of last year we said it's time for an album worked on the album all year with uh, dave klein recording uh, dave klein freaking badass guy really cool <laughs> uh ex-drummer for agent orange i'm sure every a lot of people listening to this know who he is oh yeah yeah and probably could attest when i say he's a cool guy and go damn right he is um, <laughs> But so we made that we made that point that we were going to make a record. And well, at that point, um, I don't know if I sent a song to Julian because you know they're always asking for music to play on their podcast for right. unsigned bands to help support unsigned bands. I can't remember who talked to who first. All I know is we're we're really good friends now. Um, <laughs> I work with them at Die Laughing on the podcast, not just with the band. But Julian stepped up and helped book this tour for it. She found us uh, support, a band to go on the road with us. And to end the point, reach out to Jillian, man. If you're in an unsigned band and you want your music heard, or you want someone to help you get some shows in Northern California, or you just want to partner with someone that kicks ass and has bands' best interests in mind, Jillian's your person. You, you know, yeah, Jillian, the go 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 girl from uh, Die Lapping Records. I had reached out to her for that same reason. Because uh, I was starting to listen into uh, her their podcast before I contacted them, because you know I was really interested in bringing more of the punk shows and the punk bands into this radio station, and it's just because I love the message that you guys deliver. And when I reached out to her, it was really, really easy to talk to her, man. She was really fun to get along with, and right off the bat, she was like, "Yes, uh, we would love to to work with you." And, and I actually air the podcast now on Saturdays at, at twelve o'clock. You guys can go ahead and tune in with that. Now going back to the messages of the punk band because that's kind of like what what i'm into when it comes to punk music kind of it's in my you know it's really into my you know my younger years uh now coming into what your message is with your bands you guys have any kind of like message that you're trying to you know portray out there to your to your listeners and your fans yeah um there, there's a there's a greater message but let me give you because you just played american dreams yes and i one really kind of touches on the message that i have and 
you know, there's a lot of punk out there, and there's a lot of right-wing punk, there's a lot of left-wing punk, there's a lot of punk that rests somewhere in the middle, um, you know, and we always think punk needs to be angry and revolutionary and whatnot, and while all these left and right-wing bands are out there with their stance, as they keep making their point and keep showing us their anger about the situation, they're missing the one point that no one in America seems to care about anymore, and that's the middle class. Everyone wants to talk about the poverty line and not realizing that a strong middle class creates a situation where people below the poverty line actually have something attainable to reach for, a better job, a better life for their family. And I don't fall, and this is me personally, this isn't Jason or Charlie. Right, this is right. Me. Like I said, I wrote that song, American Dreams. And it's about the middle class. And it's about stepping up for that middle class because if you care about your investments in Wall Street or you care about poor people, a strong middle class in America helps bridge the divide between the 1% and that very low bottom part of the 99%. So I don't find left or right wing politics to be in our wheelhouse at all. We're here to fight the middle class and we're here for America. You know, I freaking love it, man. And now just knowing a little bit more about uh, that song, it kind of ties all in together with the lyrics and everything. I think you kind of just hit it right on the head when it comes to what that song actually freaking means. I'm going to play it again later on in the show. You know, I'm going to end the show, the whole show with that song, just so we can take a listen at it just one more time. Uh, Just to get into kind of some fun stuff uh, about the band, get people to to know you guys just a little bit better. you guys have any, have any like useless talents that you have? Uh, something that, that you, you know, just kind of off the wall kind of things that you're able to do? Charlie's got uh, uh, actually a skill he's really proficient at. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. He used to compete. He used to actually compete. Watch your talent, oh. Really? So I, I used to be a competitive uh, saber fencer. Really? <laughs> For probably about a dozen years. Um, and I could still do it, but... Uh, the knees aren't uh, what they used to be and then I got to focus on drums a lot more anyway but uh, <laughs> that's one thing certainly okay and yeah, so, did you so do any don't ever mess with us man you might get freaking Dora <laughs> here to freaking fillet you <laughs> did, did, did you do anything with it how, how were you competing what, what, uh, at what level uh, I mean national competitions actually even some international competitions get the hell out of town man that's <laughs> I've even fenced against Olympians. Did you? I lost, but. <laughs> I have fenced them, so. uh, okay, so quick disclaimer: when I'm sitting here saying, "Yeah, I'm all about the middle class and, and you know fighting for the middle class." Right. Okay, so our drummer is uh, from the one percent. You know, he's sort of like yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we'll throw. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But isn't that random? It's like, um, you know, when you ask like metal bands or punk bands, like, hey, do you got skills or do you guys play sports? They're always like, yeah, we get together and do a soccer game or a football game. Ellie's like, no, I go straight to competitive fencing. <laughs> yeah, we don't run into that at all, dude. This is the first well, time. <laughs> Larry, on the other hand, could pull up any football stat between now and 1940-something, I'm sure. <laughs> You got, you got a yeah, team. That, you got a team, Larry. That's my, that's my useless skill. <laughs> I know way too much trivia about way too many things. That's that's. that's so I've always said if he could just put some of that into the stock market, uh, <laughs> in terms of research and effort, he he would be uh, 
you'd be on the top half percent. You could always join one of those uh, trivia nights, go out there and make a little bit of money, man. Just knock it out. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I got a case of beer. <laughs> Invest in yourself, oh, brother. Uh, what would you guys be doing right now if it wasn't uh, what you got going on now during your music career? If you didn't have that, what would you guys be doing? Working. I mean, and that's what we are doing at the same time. You know, right. it's like, you know, to make it in music, it takes money, and you know, you need that day job, and mm. you know, work. I'll work all day, play music all night. That's kind of where I'm at. So I would just be working more if it wasn't for music, or I'd, I don't know, maybe I'd pick up a hobby like friggin' uh, stamp collecting or something. <laughs> That'd be cool in the garage. You guys want to do some karate in the garage? Anyway. um <laughs> Uh, you guys have any upcoming shows uh, that, that uh, you want to go ahead and promote? So this week is uh, is the annual NAM conference in Anaheim. So if anybody is in Southern California and attending NAM, we will be uh, and that's the National Association of Music Merchants. Yeah. Um, but we'll be walking the floor there a few days and Friday night as a I don't know if it's NAM sanctioned, but it's NAM related event. Uh, we are playing at the Doll Hut at seven forty-five. On what yeah, day? Is that that's right in Anaheim. That's on Friday evening. Oh, okay. Yeah, evening. Uh, show, NAM show ends at six. Um, I, I recommend if you're at the NAM show looking for something to do afterwards, roll to the Doll Hut because with your NAM badge you get in for free, and also with your NAM badge your second beer is for free. And I'll tell you that now. <laughs> Show up if you show up and you say you are there to see Celebrity Stalker and you're there for our show at 7:45. I will buy you that first beer and give you the head start to the free. <laughs> you, you know we got a lot of listeners, right, man? You heard here. Let's pack the Doll Hut. You've seen the place, right? I yeah. I've been to the Doll Hut plenty of times, man. I, I've even run into a couple of your buddies over the like carpet and uh, 390. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But I uh, know it should be a great show, and we're playing with a circus tension. We're playing with uh, Whiskey Dick. We're playing with the Hodge, and uh, I think a couple other bands. But it should be a really good night at the Doll Hut on Friday if anyone's looking for something to do. Hell yes, man. Any shout-outs, man, that you guys like to give out while I have you here? Uh, any shout-outs to some buddies, friends, any influencers or anything like that? I know we're giving a shout-out to Die Laughing Records, man. Great company. Uh, yeah, I love working with them, man. So easy. Anything I ask for, you know, they're more than willing to help out in any type of way. You guys got any shout-outs? Oh, uh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out. I mean, I kind of did it earlier, but I want to give a shout-out to Cat Monroe. Cat Monroe's been great to us. She plays us on her show. Um, she... She was one of the first people that started booking us at the Doll Hut when we wanted to start really ramping this thing back up. Um, Cat's had her back. Um, I recommend working with her to anyone out there that doesn't know who she is, look her up. I think most of your listeners do know who she is. A big shout out to Cat. Oh, yeah. I have a couple pictures with Cat and I. <laughs> we, were, we were actually at a Whiny Pussy show uh, right there at Boomers, right where you guys just uh, played. So, yeah. I, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Any shout outs, Charlie? Uh, I actually don't have anything that comes to mind. All right, that's what I'm talking about, man. The, <laughs> uh, the fans, one, shout out to the fans, everybody. And like you said earlier about do we have bands we like? I mean, just a shout out to all the bands in the scene 
And a shout out to everyone that gets out off their ass and goes to a show and supports the scene because I run into people all the time that complain about how dead the scene is, how there is no scene, how it used to be back in the day. And I go, well, when do you go to shows? And they're like, well, there's no scene, so I don't go. And I go, and there you have it. And there you have it. Oh, my God, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> you guys have any merch, man? You guys got a website, anything like that where we can get a hold of your, your stuff? So we have, uh, obviously, Facebook and Instagram. Uh-huh. Uh, you can go to Celebrity Stalker The Band. And then CelebritySalkerTheBand.com is our website. And I think uh, each of the social medias will point you to the website as well. And, uh, and you can hit us up. We do have a bunch of t-shirts. I mean, we bring, we bring some standards to our shows. But uh, we have an order site there that you can get any shape, size, color you want uh, with a, a few different logos. And, uh, yeah, stickers and buttons. And then, of course, this new CD that just officially got released last week. Um, you can order those directly from us, or, of course, you can go on to any of the for sale sites. <laughs> How hard would it be for me to, I don't know, maybe show up at your show if I can make it out there and get one of these CDs signed, man? Would you do that for me, man? <laughs> Absolutely. you, you got to bring your own Sharpie, though. You <laughs> Yeah. I love yeah. stuff like that. I mean, every show I go to, you know, I, I try to get the set list signed by the bands. I try to get everything I can, man, because you, you you just never know who you, who you're you're running into. And, and kind of going along with that same kind of thing, you guys have any musicians that that that, that you admire, somebody that you look up to, or you guys kind of pass that thing and just doing your own thing now? Um, for me, people that I look up to, I mean suicidal Mike I mean he's been going for years I mean the first record's still my favorite but the fact that he keeps trucking along and and supporting punk rock uh, at suicidal I look up to in a big way Pennywise I look up to they've been consistent for so many years um, you know they went through the issue with the singer where they did the record without him but he's back and every time I get a chance to see a Pennywise show I, I know I'm in for a great night so those are two bands that uh <laughs> I still really, you know, care about a lot. And then going back to influences, right. Andy Rhodes on guitar, James Hetfield on guitar, Slayer as a whole. Um, you hear our upbeat stuff, our up-tempo stuff. I mean, my favorite band of all time is Slayer, so. <laughs> yeah, I was at the forum at the last show, and if, when the reunion tour comes back around, I'll be at the What? Shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah, they're done forever. I, for some reason, I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they always come back to their roots, man. <laughs> so that's, that's for me. That's that's. Me. Uh, and yeah, uh, I mean, I would say uh, I have plenty of influences that, that go back a lot of years. One of the things I, I'm loving most uh, in the last couple of years with, say, Instagram, especially, is the ability to follow these drummers and, and get to relate to them on a more personal level and occasionally even reach out to them and almost shockingly they, they'll get back to you right and right almost have a conversation with somebody that's touring the world for the last 10 years and knows a shit ton more than you do uh, <laughs> uh, to actually see that they're they're a real person it's right. not this uh you know, it's not this this god complex that you would think maybe thought, right? You know, Metallica was years ago. Um, so, 
Yeah, and even for them that to take about two or three minutes to talk to you is freaking awesome. And exciting. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll say this way. Um, you know, we're doing shout outs and you're asking us if there's anyone we want to give a shout out to. Yeah, we're knock them out, bro. We are missing the obvious here. Yeah. I mean, it's like right in the room with us. It would bite us if we didn't freaking uh, say what I'm about to say right now. And that is that props to you, man. Props <laughs> to local music experience. The fact that, you know, you take the time to bring awareness to local bands and give us somewhere to be heard you know that's it's invaluable i mean that's it, you you can't quantify that sometimes because it's the one person that hears you could make all the difference in your band's life so the fact that you give us a way to be heard props to you man i really appreciate that man it kind of falls into like those who can't do teach that's kind of what i fell into it's just you know I, you know I, I was in the army for a while and uh, i used to play with a lot of blues bands and, and stuff like that you know and and uh, i came back to california after a whole tour and um it's just I, I just wanted to do something and it's connecting with guys like yourself the guys that are doing the whole grind the 24 7 going out there doing shows and and we're still working a full-time job and doing everything man you, you know i really appreciate that shout out it's probably the best one i've ever had man so i really do appreciate that and it, it's all for you guys to tell you the truth man and it, it, if, if uh and i'm gonna go into this question uh, which kind of rolls into that you, you guys have been in the business for a little while now going on 14 years or a little bit more than 14 years you got some people here that uh you know even though some of the bands that i do play here on uh, local music experience uh, what advice would you give them to, to even make it like 14 years like you guys you know do you have anything like any, any t words of wisdom for them find um, a good therapist <laughs> <laughs> well that's if you got larry in your band you'll need that but <laughs> you wouldn't believe what this guy said today at practice let's hear it let's throw it all out there man <laughs> yeah, the, right. um, I, I would say words of advice I, it's a key one right here and it goes back to supporting the scene you know we're all like fighting for that one golden ring and I get it not every band's going to get signed and, and, and there's no way possible for that to ever happen but when you can create a strong scene a lot of bands have the opportunity to get signed out of that we saw that out of orange county more than once with you know bad religion in the social d era right with the no doubt era in offspring and then you know you see it out of seattle with the grunge that when you create a strong scene you create an opportunity for more bands to have an opportunity to be signed out of that scene when you don't create a strong scene or you walk around with this pretentious attitude like your band is so cool and you can't network and you show up for your set time and you leave as soon as you're done playing, you're weakening the scene and, and in turn, you're weakening your opportunity. And yeah, you may luck out and you may actually be working a deal and you may be fine by being a nomad and a loner, but the opportunity and the chance is there a greater level or a greater depth if you actually support your local scene and increase the visibility of your local scene go to shows when your band's not playing make it to network with all the bands in your area and build what you want don't wait for it to be built for you Wow, oh, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. And, you know, that's even a great prelude into my last question here for you guys. Uh, well, I got a couple more questions, but if you could change anything about the scene uh, that's happening right now and everything that you've seen and you play, what would it be? The whole industry about itself, what would what would you change? 
That's a loaded question. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> if we could just shut down Netflix, I think, for about a year, uh, it would probably all come back. Uh, Larry pointed out just getting people off the off their couch um, uh, is is the first feat, right. and. And, and I see it, I mean, we're a little bit older, so I know a lot of our peers that that are our age, they got families and kids and all the obligations that come with that sort of life. Um, and so I kind of get that, but I even see it with the younger people too. They're, they're just comfortable doing their little thing and then they go back and, and hang out at, at someone's house. Right. Play video games or whatever. So <laughs> a more driven focus to making something exciting that's outside and you know they'll have to spend ten dollars on an uber to get them a couple miles away from their neighborhood right uh, that's that's the first thing right when's the next time you guys are playing on a saturday <laughs> <laughs> um february 8th with 390 there we go that's where i'll be February eighth, <laughs> out at um, out at Boomers in Long Beach. Yes, really yes. You, you know what I would like for you guys to do for me, uh, just so we can get everybody into that venue on that. Because actually, I'm going to be there two days in a row, which is which is kind of funny. Because uh, on February eighth, I'm going to go ahead and uh, have a couple of beers with you guys and watch your guys' show. And then the very next day, I, I have to go back over there because they're having a karaoke contest. So if you guys want to join that, you can win some. <laughs> it should be pretty cool. Uh, right there at Boomer's oh, Cocktail Lounge. We might have to come out and grab a beer with you. I, I know that's going to be a very busy weekend because <laughs> February 7th is uh, Agent Orange, Narcoleptic Youth, American Maid, and the Whining Pussies at the Doll Hut. And again, like I said, my favorite band in Orange County, American Maid, if they're on the bill, I'm trying to be there. So. <laughs> the 7th at the Doll Hut, I'll be there watching them. Uh -huh. The 8th, we'll be playing. And why not some karaoke on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> or evening? It sounds kind of fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's like one of their uh, they have um, uh, karaoke contests over there. They just invited me to go over there and then judge it. So it would be kind of fun if you guys showed up. I don't know. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, guys, uh, anything in closing for yourself? Any last minute kind of things you guys want to get out there before I let you go, man? Really appreciate you guys taking your time out here. Uh, I know it's early in the morning, man. We do the morning show here in the spotlight. I'm going to be airing this uh, a couple more times today between a 12 and 2, and then once again at 5 and 7. So those who are weren't able to uh, tune in right now, you'll be able to catch it again. Anyway, Celebrity Stalker, you can uh, follow them on all their Instagram. Looks like you have a quick and easy Instagram here. It's a Celebrity Stalker, uh, at Celebrity Stalker, the band, correct? Yep, that's correct. Yep. And you can find them available on every single platform, CelebritySTalkerTheBand.com too as well. Uh, so it's going to be really, really fun. Anything else in closing, guys? You guys want to go ahead and say something to your fans? Yeah, um, to everyone out there, we just released our new album, Thrill Seekers, last week. Uh, we we're going to be playing a lot of shows in support of that. Try to make it out to a show, or at least go out there, stream it, download it. Um, go to our website and request a physical copy but um, get up there and listen to the music if, if you if you like it great if you don't let us know but interact <laughs> that, that's my that's my thing in closing interact with the bands around you it doesn't have to be us it has to be any band just yeah. interact with the bands man you guys are all punk rockers you guys love it you guys have always been part of the scene stay a part of the scene in closing all I can say is get out to a show <laughs> hell yeah 
Celebrity Stalker. Going to go ahead and play your other two songs that you had sent me. I have I Am and Thrill Seekers. We're going to go back to back with those. Celebrity Stalker once again. Uh, really appreciate you guys taking the time to do this, man. I love it when uh, bands go ahead and do uh, things like this. Kind of let everybody know where they're coming from. Get to little you guys just a little a bit better, man. I love that. Anyway, so February 8th, going to be hooking up with you guys over there and your show there at Boomer's Cocktail Lounge. If you guys could, uh, record yourself inviting everybody, give them the date and everything, kind of make it like a video flyer or maybe or voice flyer, and I'll air that for you leading up to the show. Okay. Okay. That's perfect. It's going to be easy. that You can even do it on your phone and just send it to me and I'll take care of all the production. Perfect. I definitely will do that. Appreciate you guys being on the show, man. Celebrity stalker, celebrity stalker, everybody. Really appreciate it, man. Gotta let you guys go right now. This is gonna be "I Am" by Celebrity Stalker. Local music experience raised the man. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate it, man. Here we go.
steel, slicing through flesh Fading senses, you cast me for breath Thrill seekers on a murder spree K-I-L-L-I-N-G First comes lost, then comes singer Then drops the body of another dead stranger First comes lost, then comes singer Then drops the body of another dead stranger First comes lost, then comes singer Then drops the body of another dead stranger Seekers on a murder spree Now it's time to die for me 